going on guys welcome back to the channel this is just another critic here with your college football week three predictions um just to open it up if you aren't already aware there has been a cancellation of three games coming into this week three of those games being in the top 25 first off that's ucf number 18 ucf versus north carolina has been canceled 14 West Virginia versus NC State has been canceled and number 13 Virginia Tech versus ECU has been canceled um, Now as far as my week three predictions as you guys already know I basically touch on the bigger games coming up in the week and that's kind of the theme that we're going with as well coming into week three uh, first matchup I've got for you guys today Oklahoma versus Iowa State. Some of you guys may be thinking, what, Iowa State, Oklahoma, this isn't really a big game. But if you've actually been paying attention, um, basically, Iowa State has given Oklahoma a run for their money um, during the Matt Campbell, uh, Campbell era. And that's basically the head coach of Iowa State. He typically game plans very well against Oklahoma. Um, they actually went ahead and beat Oklahoma at home last year in a close one and the year before they also had a had a pretty good game and uh, Oklahoma ended up winning it in a close one so we're going to Iowa State and anytime you go to Iowa State they're just a pain in the ass to deal with uh, for lack of better words they're a tough team um, and like I mentioned since Matt Campbell's been there they've they've put Oklahoma through uh, some stressful games when most people thought Oklahoma should just be running through these guys. So I think Iowa State um, could go ahead and give Oklahoma a good little run. Um, but I don't know. Kyler Murray looks really good. Uh, Coach Riley has been making some great play calls. Defense has been um, – they've been average. They, they've obviously had a better game versus FAU, but uh, gave up a bit more points to UCLA. Uh, with that being said – I went ahead and took the obvious choice. Oklahoma wins 45-27 to 27 was my final prediction. Um, but with that being said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa State ends up um, losing in a close one or even winning in a close one. So this game's either going to be a close game or Oklahoma's going to run away with it uh, fairly quickly in the second or third quarter. With that... Let's go ahead and move on to the second matchup in week three. And that is the Arizona State Sun Devils versus San Diego State. Now, the reason I went ahead and chose this game is basically with Arizona State, we have so many questions that we need answered. And I'm not sure we're going to get it in the San Diego State game. Um, but we're still trying to figure out if they're the real deal. Are they legit? They obviously came off of a nice win, as you can see, versus a, a, a really hyped-up Michigan State team coming into this season. Um, got that W16-13. It does look like they are more organized overall um, at Arizona State. Um, and that defense may actually be something to look out for. You know, they're, they're only allowing six and a half points a game after two games, given they did play Texas San Antonio in their first game opener. Um, but I think uh, San Diego State is is one of those teams that typically um, they, they just know how to contend with power five teams. 
and they always make a good game uh, against anyone that they're going to go ahead and play. Um, I do think they're still trying to figure themselves out offensively. They've got a really good running back, um, but obviously some big losses offensively for San Diego State coming into the season. I do think Arizona State is going to win this one in a close one, and I have my final score, Arizona State winning 27-17. to 17. Now, moving along to the SEC, we've got the Vanderbilt Commodores versus Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Um, this game, most people, you know, just taking a look at this game from the outside may think Notre Dame's going to go ahead and run through these guys, but I think this is actually a bad matchup for Notre Dame. Uh, Vanderbilt defensively looking pretty strong this year, and they're allowing about 75 yards, uh, 75 rushing yards a game. And defensively, they look um, they look pretty good at all positions. I mean, they're not the best team in the SEC, obviously, but um, it looks like they're doing a great job in 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 not only holding teams, you know, to low scoring games, but as well as uh, keeping keeping the rushing game and and passing game on lock. Um, and I think we're gonna have a close one here with Notre Dame and Vanderbilt. If Vanderbilt plays this right, um, they they're they should be keying in on the running game, doing their best to shut down Notre Dame's running game to force Wimbush to pass. Obviously, as most of us know, uh, Wimbush isn't the best of passers. I talked about this on one of my uh, my actual last episode, if you want to call it that. Uh, my week two biggest takeaways were Wimbush actually threw three picks. So he's not the strongest of throwers. He is, you know, he can definitely make plays with his feet. But if they're able to, to you know, um, they they might want to actually possibly, um, I'm not too sure, you know, what Vanderbilt's roster looks like. But they're going to want to try and get one of their more quick, elusive uh, linebackers to spy Wimbush. Um, and then I would, I would try – try my best to shut down that run game and force him to throw and make Wimbush beat beat you because we saw like I mentioned last week as well in as well as in a few games last year most notably the Miami game where he just fell apart in the first half throwing pick after pick um, so when when you force him to throw he's he's really he's he's really not going to be the guy to uh, take you to the promised land so to say uh, with that being said, I do think Notre Dame will actually, um, you know, come away with the win in a close one here. I've actually got Notre Dame winning the game 24 to 20. Um, once again, Notre Dame winning 24 to 20. Wouldn't be surprised if Vanderbilt comes up with the upset. If anybody is getting upset this week, I do believe it's going to be Notre Dame. In this game here against Vanderbilt um, but yeah I think we've covered just about everything moving along we've got one of the bigger games as you already know Bama's taking on Ole Miss and whenever these teams get together with the exception of last year we typically have a fun matchup um, 
Uh, obviously, they blew them out. I think the score was 63-3 to something like that. Last time Bama played Ole Miss, it was just a slaughterhouse. Um, however, the two years before that, Ole Miss did actually um, not only compete with Bama, but they won, I believe, two out of the last four matchups. With that being said, I don't think Ole Miss has a chance in this one. Um, this is going to be the best teams. This is basically going to be the first test for both of these teams coming into uh, this season. Uh, obviously, both of them haven't necessarily played the greatest schedules just yet. Um, and I do think that Alabama defense still has some holes to tighten up. I think Ta'amu is going to have a, a fairly decent game. I do believe eventually the Bama defense is just going to start wearing down that Ole Miss offense, offensive line. They're going to start putting pressure on him. And defensively, Ole Miss is, for lack of better words, they're trash this year. I believe they're giving up something like 350 passing yards per game, um, along with 200 rushing yards a game. And they haven't really played anybody up until this point. Texas Tech, obviously, you know, hasn't been the greatest defensive team or team overall, you know, as far as the Big 12 goes. Um, coming into this game, Tua is just going to have his way. That's my personal belief. Tua is going to basically make all the plays needed. There's going to be so many guys open for him. Obviously, as we already know, he's got arguably the best wide receivers in the nation at his disposal. And he's going to be able to not only throw them open, but they're going to get the separation for him. And I believe this is going to be uh, probably Tua's best game to date, statistically. I think he'll probably throw for over 300 yards four plus touchdowns um i take that back i don't i don't think he's gonna throw for four touchdowns i think he'll have a total of four plus touchdowns whether it be running passing um catching who knows um like i mentioned the only question i have is you know the alabama defense obviously for all the holes that they for all of the things that they're trying to sharpen up defensively they're still a very good defense but I do think um, Ta'amu is going to have a fairly decent game early on, but eventually that Bama defense is going to wear him down, take over. I've got Alabama winning 62-24 to 24 in a blowout, 62-24 um, to 24 in a blowout. I just don't think Ole Miss's defense is where it needs to be. Tua is just on fire right now, um, and offensively they're, they're virtually unstoppable other than, you know, the, the, I've seen some – some signs of weakness from the O-line. So it is something I look out for as well. If Ole Miss can, um, you know, get some pass rush on Tua consistently throughout the game, that's about the only thing that could turn this into a closer game than I've predicted. But other than that, with that, uh, my prediction is 62-24. to 24, Bama runs through Ole Miss. Moving along, we've got Boise State and Oklahoma State. And kind of like Ole Miss and Bama, this is basically the first test of the season for both sides. And with Oklahoma State, obviously they lost Mason Rudolph. I'm not too familiar with the quarterback, Cornelius. And 
if you watch his highlights throughout the first two matchup, he hasn't really had to make very many tough throws. Uh, most of his touchdown throws have been to wide open guys sitting into uh, sitting in the end zone uh, from blown coverages. So I'm, I am excited to see how this quarterback over at Oklahoma State fares against Boise State. Boise State, man, they, they're just one of those teams that they prepare very well for Power 5 teams and they always compete. They always compete versus Power 5 teams. Um, they've also got a phenomenal quarterback, and I believe his name is uh, Brett Ripien. If that's how you pronounce it, I could be pronouncing it wrong. Um, it's Ripien, Ripien, whatever you want to call him. Um, but I do think he's the better quarterback, in my opinion. I believe Bo- Boise State's just overall a much better team than Oklahoma State. More discipline. And I just, I just can't see Oklahoma State winning this game. It's just one of those things that statistically you can look at all the stats. And Boise State's probably going to fare pretty well if you pull up all the stats. But this is some something that, I don't know. Even without all the statistics, even without you know all that stuff, I just feel like Boise's got this one in the bag. I do have Boise State winning this one, forty-one to twenty-seven. Um, so that's basically a two-touchdown win. Boise State takes it, and yeah, I think that's. I think Boise State is one of the more underrated teams this year. Obviously, they don't play in the greatest of conference, Mountain West, but they this this will be a good uh, good game to kind of see where they're at uh, playing against a Power 5 team, and I think they're going to be successful in walking away with the W in this game. Moving forward, we've got a nice matchup down in Salt Lake City in the Pac-12. We've got number 10, Washington, taking on Utah Utes. And for me, this one this one is fairly simple. I've got Washington winning this game. Um, pretty comfortably, thirty-eight to seventeen. I just think that Washington defense is going to overwhelm Utah. A lot of people think Utah, uh, Utah Utes are, you know, one of the better teams in the Pac-12, and I, I will agree with that statement. Um, but I just think after watching Washington play against Auburn, I was very impressed, even with the loss. Uh, I do think Washington's wide receivers, they've got some playmakers out there. These guys are ridiculous. If, if you go back and watch the highlights and the tape on that Auburn game, that Auburn game, they were just making ridiculous catches. And with the lesser defense, like Utah Utes, I think Jake Browning's going to have a better game. Miles Gaskin's going to have a better game. And Washington's going to go ahead, head over to Salt Lake City, get that W, and head on back home. I do think Washington's the best team in the Pac-12, and they do still have a – a small chance of getting into the college football playoff if they win out. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and move along to the next matchup. We've got number 12, LSU, taking on number 7, Auburn Tigers. I am expecting both of these defenses to show up. Offensively, LSU, I just don't think they're at where they need to be. Um, at this point in the season, especially playing a team like Auburn, I believe this game is going to come down to the battle of the quarterbacks who can make most plays, who can make, who can make more plays in general. And I think that Stidham at this point, we have more, uh, 
we have a bigger sample size, if you want to call it. We've seen more from him. We know more of what he's capable of. Um, with that being said, I mean, obviously, LSU's quarterback, he was playing at Ohio State. He's got a lot of reps, uh, you know, in garbage time. But Stidham, he just looks so much better at this point. And LSU, just last week, they played Southeast Louisiana and put up 31 points. Are you kidding me? That is weak. That is weak. So, I, like I mentioned, I still don't believe they are where they need to be offensively. I think Auburn's going to win this game 27-16. to 16. I do think that LSU defense is legit. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was a lower scoring game. But overall, I believe Auburn's going to come out with the W. My prediction was 27-16. Wouldn't be surprised if it's an uh, even lower scoring game. The last matchup I went ahead and keyed in on was obviously primetime game. We've got Ohio State, number four, taking on number 15, TCU. And basically that primetime game on ESPN, baby. This is going to be a fun matchup to watch. Um, on paper, obviously, both teams have a lot to play for. Urban Meyer comes back in week four. So this is kind of a big game for both teams, you know, to solidify um, one of the bigger wins from their from both of their schedules. Um, TCU definitely needs this win. I don't think they're going to get it. Um, and kind of the theme that I've been talking about most of this most of this um, video is that this is this is also the first test for both of these teams. Both of these teams have played uh, cupcakes in week one and in week two. Ohio State had Oregon State, then they played Rutgers, just smashed them and blew them out. And kind of the same deal with TCU. So coming into this week, they're both gonna get a reality check. And that's either going to be really good or really bad. Uh, Robinson over at TCU, the quarterback, I do think he, he will have his moments early. He's got that dual threat ability, which he's definitely going to need against this Ohio State defensive line. Um, I think, like I mentioned, he's going he's gonna to make some plays early just because Ohio State's still going to be figuring him out. Um, but eventually, I, I believe Ohio State defensive line, man, they're just, they're just too much. Um, Nick Bosa is going to be running through whoever's in front of him, running through two guys, three guys. Um, the guy's just an animal. He's going to have a huge impact on this game. And I think Haskins, uh, overall will make more plays than Robinson and the talent and depth at Ohio state will ultimately pull out the win for Ohio state. And I've got the final score 44 to 20. Ohio State wins it comfortably. Um, and that's about all I've got to say about that game. Ohio State, man, they are a real contender for the college football playoff at this point. They're sound on both sides of the ball. Defensively, they're stacked. Offensively, they're stacked. They've got the talent. They've got the depth. There's no reason why they shouldn't be in the conversation every year. Um, but, yeah, with that being said, guys, if you like my content, awesome. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Um, if you like the video, go ahead and like it. If you got some games that I might have missed, drop them in the comments. And if you don't like my content, awesome. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can come back and talk more trash on my videos. <laughs> Either way, 
awesome. Appreciate you guys watching the video through this far. Um, as you already know, I'm just another critic, just another guy that enjoys watching the game, talking about the game. And yeah, I believe that's all I've got to say for today. For those of you on the podcast, thank you for supporting. For those of you on YouTube, appreciate your time. Like, comment, and subscribe, and I'll see you on the next video. Peace.